1: Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellasai. I'm here in the studio, right across from my co-host and producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hi, Matt. What are we doing today, you're asking? Well, we're going to kick things off, as always, with a little ranting. Then we got Worst Things First, where I chat about the stupidest, most ridiculous, worst news of this week— and then we are diving deep back into the rant hotline because, yeah, you've been calling in so much, doing so much bitching that we could not contain it to just our weekly call ins. No. no, we need an entire episode dedicated just to your rant, so get ready for that. And finally, we'll get to all the good stuff that helps all the bad shit go down easier with our chasers. That's the show, so let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's start the show. All right, Barry, what is your gripe this week? You haven't seen me, so you better unload. You've been saving up a heavy (laughs) load of complaining.
0: I mean, the main thing is that I haven't seen you, and that in and of itself is my gripe.
1: That's true. But I'm
0: so happy to see your beautiful 32-year-old face. I know. You're so different now.
1: I'm so much wiser. So
0: much more mature.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
0: Um, No, I have one that like, I feel like it's probably been brought up on the pod before, but Mm -hmm. I was reminded of it recently and just felt like I needed the space to talk about it, Mm -hmm. which is celebs who are also quote-unquote poets. Just when celebrities come out with poetry.
1: Once again, I do feel like this is just subtly about the cast of Riverdale. It is about the (laughs) cast of Riverdale. But
0: also other celebrities. That's true. There are a lot of them. There are so many, and I feel like, love poetry like great I'm so glad that you that's where we differ I mean yeah I, I don't really care about poetry but I like I love that you can write a poem in your journal and I just feel like that should be enough you know like you shouldn't just because if you have a platform for many other things just because you have many followers doesn't mean that like everyone actually wants or should read or consume or hear your poetry uh, because it is in fact bad Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't think that anyone could possibly, even with a gun to their head, name a single celebrity who is not a writer who has written one single good poem name me one, you can't I couldn't name a single poet
1: <laughs> so that's just, just stop, just stop. Just not a single poet. Yeah. No, I do think, I mean, not to go too deep, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, that is just the problem with everything always is that <laughs> the, just the line between like the internet and your personal journal yeah. should be solid. It should be dark. You should not cross it. And it's too blurry. Everyone, We just expect everybody to be posting constantly, and therefore everyone's like, I guess this shitty poem that I wrote this morning is an Instagram post. It's an Instagram post, and and then some
0: publisher is like, oh my god, not only is that an Instagram post, it's actually an entire book. And it's like, save the paper.
1: Yeah, I mean, it does take a lot of willpower, and this is where I'll make the complaint about myself. Please, this is your time to gripe as well. The problem is, okay, some hot guy will post a poem, and then I'm not liking it because the poem is no, good. No, you
0: should comment and be like, I just want to clarify this like is for your abs and not right. for those
1: words. So just for any publisher who might be going through the comments, I just want to be clear that I don't want a book of their poetry. I do want a book of their asshole.
0: Yeah, right.
1: And let's be clear on that.
0: Yeah, like it shouldn't be that hard to ask or to get. What about you? What's bringing you down? I mean, you were just at home with your family, so I'm <laughs> sure you've got... <laughs> You've
1: got loads to unload. Um, not actually about being home. Well, I do have. I have a couple complaints. One is that I thought I was having a great day today. Okay, I woke up. I had good energy. Went to the gym. You know, had a good workout. Um, went to Starbucks, picked up my drink, walked back. I went to my mailbox because I had a lot of mail that I didn't pick up because I just got back yesterday. Okay, Blue's Clues. Got a lot of mails mailed. <laughs> I had packages. So I was carrying all of it. Should have waited, but I didn't. Uh-oh. Got all the way to my door. And then my keys were like in my hand underneath everything. Mm. And I tried to get it. My entire venti coffee fell out <gasps> of my hands. Smashed everywhere. All over. And you've been <laughs> you to just my apartment building. take a moment of <laughs> silence for the spilled coffee. <sighs> that was like $15 of coffee. That oh my was... God. <laughs> Not actually. No. no. What but Starbucks still... are you going to? I feel like the venti coffee I get is like at least five or six dollars. Well, yeah, also,
0: it's just like so much coffee, and like yeah. you're finally
1: enjoying it. Because I do get light ice mm-hmm. so that they fill it up with even more coffee, because that is a complaint. Starbucks is filling up that cup with ice, and yeah, it's cold as fuck, but also, it's like I'm not sips. paying for ice. No, I have ice at home. Yeah. You can get ice anywhere, probably. Pretty much. That's also a thing. This is just a snowball (laughs) of complaints. The fact that you can go to a store and just buy a bag of ice is so weird to me. (laughs) So confusing. I don't
0: understand the pricing of it either. Right. It's water. Yeah. It's not even like. I'm like, should we get into the ice business? Because it seems like pretty solid. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I buy
1: bottled water, but at least they try to sell it as like, oh, it's been filtered or like. Right. It has has like a pretty logo. But the ice is
0: just kind of like it's fucking ice.
1: Yeah, you just have like a freezer, and yeah. I don't.
0: It's like you know what ice is. I know what ice is. This is ice, and please spend. That's right. That I have it. an ice maker in my
1: freezer. I can you could be just, bagging it up yeah, and selling it. Black market it. <laughs> ice. <laughs> um, anyway, how did I even get to that? You, you spilled your Fenty coffee. Oh yeah, it was very tragic, and you've been my apartment building plenty of times. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> I don't know either. I mean, I'm pretty sure they think I live there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, my hallways are carpeted. Yeah. Uh, and to be fair, they're full of stains. I'm pretty sure right. that whatever woman is playing with her dog in the hallway is just letting it piss on the oh, carpet. Because cool, there's no way that those stains are natural. Not dog urine? <laughs> yeah, they are dog urine. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm like, fuck, now there's going to be a coffee stain outside of my apartment.
0: Yeah. And also, like yes, you made the spill, but you made it in the public area where it's not your responsibility to clean it up. That's how I I feel about any hallway. (laughs) I'm like, that's actually not my issue. (laughs) I did kind of have
1: that moment where I went inside to get a towel and I was like, do I clean it or do, should I just like call someone? Oh my God. <laughs> I cleaned it. I okay, got a towel. Good. I put the towel down and I stepped on it. I don't That's think That's about my, the extent yeah. of the cleaning that I did. I
0: mean, coffee is basically water. I it's mean, It's basically I did. a cleaning solution. I tried
1: scooping up a lot of the ice and at a certain point I was like, whatever. It's just going to melt. Yeah. It turns into water. It's just water. Remember
0: when you individually picked up popcorn kernels when <laughs> you were super stoned at an event once? <laughs> yeah,
1: but that was in public while people no, saw yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. One thing I think about often is when you were at my apartment and we were high and I dropped a piece of food and you saw me in this micro moment of like <laughs> i i kind of looked at it Decided in that moment. If you break down this moment yeah. into the smallest parts, yeah. what happened was frame by frame. I looked at the food, decided in my head that I was not going to go and pick it up. Right. But then I remember that you were there <laughs> yeah. and that you were watching me. I was, <laughs> and that I did have to, in fact, bend down and pick it up. Mm-hmm. If I'm remembering correctly, it was like a piece of popcorn or something. It wasn't right. like you know a dollop of like raw meat. <laughs> <laughs> We are just eating steak tartare. I just mean like it was nothing that was going to like rot on the floor. It was just something that I could have vacuumed up at a later time. Yeah. Ultimately, the tragedy was that I did drop all of my coffee and then I had to go get a new one from a lesser coffee chain. (laughs) Um, The one downstairs. Yeah. I'm so sorry. My other complaint, and this did happen when I was at home, is that I was at a party and then we learned later that someone was not feeling well at that party. Now, I tested myself. Right before I came here, okay, I do not have COVID. Fantastic. My complaint, more generally, is okay. We're like, what? How many fucking decades into this pandemic? Right, like thirty. Like, I understand we all want to be over it. Most people are. I would go into the grocery store in Chicago. Oh, they don't give a, single a fuck. Mask. L.A. Yeah. Wild, wild. Yeah, New York. I do think is the like lone place. Yeah, because that is we really were hit holding. the hardest. We were all traumatized <laughs> yeah. the most. But I'm like. Listen, I get that we're at that point where it's like, you don't want to change your life at all. The one thing that I wish we could change and, like, we weren't really this way before the pandemic is, like, if you're not feeling well, don't go around other people. Right. Why is that? I still don't Even want to Even if it's not sick. COVID. Yeah, I don't understand. It's like... If
0: you're not feeling well, you just should stay home because guess what? Other things are also contagious. COVID yeah. isn't the first virus to be contagious, actually.
1: Yeah. We went to a, a party um, and I'll call them out directly. I don't think any of them listen to this podcast. but We'll um, find out. Because I went to another party with a bunch of my family and they're like little cousins. And let me tell you, I do not know how families have survived for the last two years. This is me finally being able to empathize because I was around a child for the first time in like three years. I don't get it. The fact that when they're sick, they just kind of open esophagus, like, hurl oh, up yeah. every, every microbe that is in their system is on you. Oh, yeah. All the time. Constantly. Just, nobody is correcting them. They will we'll put out food immediately. Grimy hands are dipping into the bottom of that bowl. And it's like, stop it. Stop, yeah. Someone like, stop. Like, I am the creepy them. cousin yeah. that they only see once every two years, so I can't reprimand them. But, no. like, if I'm seeing their dirty paw <laughs> in the bottom of a bowl of fruit, yeah, I am going to kill them and feel no remorse because I'm not emotionally attached.
0: Right, because again, you don't see them often, so it's like doesn't really make a difference whether or not they're there. But just that cough sound
1: that a child makes where it's like their mouth forms like a perfect O, their tongue (laughs) is all the way out, and you can can hear their lungs rattling. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we literally left the party and I was like, well, we know it's not COVID because that was the wettest most disgusting cough I could possibly hear. His mom was like yeah it's just like he gets this kind of thing it's just like th- what kids get every year and it's like yeah but i still don't want that shit yeah
0: no uh, <sighs> it's anyway. good to be back
1: <laughs> so if you're fucking sick just stay, stay away al- from people yeah, until just wear you feel better or
0: do whatever yeah just like it doesn't matter just go like, away
1: i get in general you don't want to change your life but when you're sick you have to change your life yeah Anyway, that is it for our Gripes of the Week. Let us now get into the headlines. All right, worst things first. Let's chat about the worst news of the week first. A burglar in Northern California returned to the scene of the crime after he what? What? Forgot his keys inside the place he was robbing. PKW, man. Even when you're robbing a place, yeah. from keys, wallet, you gotta check for him. You make sure when you're leaving, you pat your you pat your pockets, you make sure you got your money bags, Yeah. you know, your weapon... Your
0: keys. Yeah, oh yeah. The W and PKW is for weapon, not wallet. Right. Cause right. I don't
1: know if you want to bring your wallet to a robbery. That's a
0: really good point. And to that point, actually, what's the big deal about leaving your keys? If unless you have a keychain that like has a picture of your face and your address on it, like mm-hmm. didn't you just rob a place, can't you? Break into your own home. Yeah, that's true. If you're so
1: good you're of so a robber. Good robber. No, I don't think this person was a good robber. Mm. Um but the best <laughs> part about this is that the place he was robbing was a donut company's corporate office. Oh, you
0: don't want to fuck with the donuts. You think the cops are going to be on your side? No, nobody. <laughs> no, no. They're going to go extra hard for those donuts. I will
1: absolutely stereotype here Oh, and yeah. Say these I mean, cops, they it's went right into there. overdrive. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> not on our watch. Not Johnny's Donuts. <laughs> yeah. According to the police, the thief broke into the Johnny Donuts office. That is the name of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Johnny Donuts. Never heard of it, but good for them. In the San Francisco Bay Area and stole uh, a bunch of petty cash along with the keys to a bakery vehicle but not the vehicle itself. Because he wanted to steal
0: it later when it was full of donuts. Like, that just makes sense to me.
1: It's unclear if, like, oh, he went in, stole money, like... Dropped his keys, classic mix up, mm. accidentally picked up the keys to the donut van. Uh oh. And then got home and he's like, fuck me. Whose keys are these? Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll be honest, when I was home in Chicago, I had my parents' car keys and like house keys when mm-hmm. I would go out to get my daily Starbucks. And, um, <laughs> I, Like, immediately forget what the key to the house looks like every
0: single time. I've never owned a key to my parents' house because we just use the garage. It's just a garage code. I've never once... I don't even know what the key... I don't know if they have a key. Well,
1: yeah. We didn't grow up in a fancy house.
0: That has a garage.
1: (laughs) Not attached to the house. Okay, okay. I have heard that that is the number one way to break into houses. It's because it's easy to open a garage door. Yeah, no shit. I don't
0: understand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then that door is always unlocked yeah and you know where the ring doorbell is not by the garage Mm -hmm. my point is I get it I immediately forgot what the keys look like every single time I mean they all look the same Police still don't know who this guy is, why he was targeting this specific business. Surveillance footage shows him moving between the office and the back storage area. He pried open a filing cabinet, took a bank bag with an unknown amount of cash. Um the founder of Johnny Donuts, whose name is Craig, not even Johnny. Okay, who the fuck is Johnny? <laughs> so, um that's already a lie and I do What if it's like his dead husband? Well, I do think if you're going to do that then you deserve to be robbed. Is what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I just, it's false advertising. Okay. Craig, Craig. Not even close to Johnny. He said his company plans to deliver a few dozen donuts to the uh, police officers who came to our aid to ensure that we can continue serving our community handcrafted donuts without interruption. Here's my thoughts. Okay, he's giving free donuts to the police who don't know who the robber yeah, is and have haven't gotten nothing. It. And also, I bet it was an inside job. Yeah, this I is bet a the PR stunt. did it so that they can get a bunch of free donuts. What
0: did you say at the beginning of this? Oh, that you you had never heard of Johnny Donuts. What are we talking about now? Craig's Johnny Donuts. I think it was an inside job by the police police to get free donuts. Mm, mm. I mean, either way or all in. Both of them working together. Yeah, you get publicity, you get free donuts. There's really no losing.
1: Craig said, it was an unfortunate incident, but we're glad no donuts or team members were harmed. (laughs) Sometimes even the thought of a donut makes you do crazy things. Okay. Craig, you need to calm down. Your space was just violated, actually, Craig. So maybe let's stop making jokes about how good donuts are. (sighs) Stupid bitch. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Next. For the second time in seven years, a fire station in Nevada has been temporarily closed due to an infestation of bats. Oh, no. I didn't even know bats lived in Nevada. Yeah, I guess... I still don't you know, really know they are. they kind of bats. everywhere. Are they? Yeah. I always thought like bats were like exotic, but it turns out no. They're just like. No, they're kind everywhere. of just like the
0: rats of the sky.
1: Yeah. According to a fire spokesperson, which I'm assuming is just like a talking Dalmatian with a fire hat on, (laughs) bats have been flying around the living quarters of this small fire station, and dead bats have been found in this Bay Area where an ambulance is parked. So there's bats everywhere. They're dying. Officials in 2015 dealt with an infestation and managed to get the bats out of the fire station, but now they're back and they're worried. Health concerns. You know, bats have rabies and other viruses. And you should just assume that if you've been around a bat, you've been bit. Yeah, That's probably. what they say. Because once you famously, once you have symptoms of rabies, you're dead.
0: Right. Do you think that these bats are, like, somehow protesting the fact that Batgirl's not coming out? (laughs) (laughs) Like, we will take over all of your EMT services.
1: It does feel very Batman-esque. Yeah. It's, like, the fact that it's a fire station, Mm -hmm. and I just feel like that is kind of from a plot of Batman. Yeah, sure. Because it's, like, anti-establishment a little bit. Yeah. And Batman is famously, like, fuck the... firefighters? (laughs) firefighters? <laughs> not actually. <laughs> I, that is one thing. Firefighters have a great reputation. They do. All they do is kind of lift hoses and shit. but And like be hot. Right. And drive a fire truck, which again, is not really that cool.
0: No, I don't understand when like kids are like, oh my god, I'm gonna sit in this fire truck. It's so exciting. And It's like, okay, have you been in, in a bus?
1: Did you have that thing in school where it would be like, obviously we had fire drills, right? But yeah. then occasionally they would have this, like, trailer that would come to our parking lot. Do uh, you know what I'm talking about?
0: <laughs> I don't, but um, the wonderful Liz, who is
1: uh, doing our social media, is sitting here agreeing. So someone does. So the basically, trailer? they'd have this, like, trailer that was, or, like, a little apartment. Yeah, I would have, like, a bedroom and a kitchen. Okay. And... Nathan Field, the, the rehearsal vibes. Exactly. That's <laughs> literally what it was. And you, they would have, like, five kids would go in at a time, and you'd, like, lay in bed. And then they'd have this fake smoke machine that would what? start b- pumping smoke into... The thing and you'd be like, oh, my God, we're dying. And the fire alarm would go off. And then never done this. You had to, like, get onto the ground, crawl to the window, open the window and everyone would have to escape. Wow. (laughs) Wow. The theatrics. And then, like, a firefighter would be like, this is what could happen to you, and you better be ready.
0: Wow. No, apparently my school district was, like, fine with us dying.
1: But, of course, everybody who did not live in a trailer <laughs> was like, not truly what do we prepared do? for a real-world <laughs> right, situation. Like, I'm,
0: on a, I'm on the second floor. What right. do I do? Ultimately,
1: yeah. it's only helpful if you um, live in a building where the window opens right to a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: Fascinating
1: it stuck with me it really <laughs> clearly it's it's deep in there anyway i remember like being
0: really determined to do stop drop and roll super well like more enthusiasm for that than anything i've ever done in gym class
1: and i will say now as a 32 year old if i'm ever on fire I don't think I'm thinking I better stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> like I'm going to swat at it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try to get water. Um, also,
0: like when you're a kid, the floor is so much closer. Nowadays, you want me to stop, drop, and roll, I'm going to go to the hospital for a broken hip. Yeah. It's much further to fall.
1: Right. I think, yeah, stop, drop, and roll would not even be in my first five actions. Is I it a thing <laughs> that we're supposed to do now as adults? I think it applies to everybody. Yeah. You're supposed to stop, drop, and roll. That's like a comment. Anyway, they really need to reinforce that. Yeah,
0: the bats here are just taking over, apparently,
1: every fire station, and we can't even get any education. Yeah, the point is, thank God for these bats for reminding me about fire safety, (laughs) because I would be dead. (laughs) Um, Anyway, good luck to these firefighters. Um, And finally, this story was sent in by a number of people. A woman in Florida, only in Florida. Was arrested after driving a golf cart down Florida's busiest interstate while drunk. Shiro, Shiro! Shiro! And yes, she did have an open bottle of Jack Daniels yes. in a bag in the golf cart with her.
0: Absolute Shiro. Just shining bright. Honestly, should be governor, should be mayor, should take every political office in Florida and just let her run.
1: Um, Yeah, I, w- I do want to hear about her political views before I elect okay, her. Fair, fair, um, fair, fair, but fair. do I have more faith in her than I do in Rhonda? <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah just, you know, just, <laughs> ugh. i'm so we should just bleep his name
1: the 58 year old woman so we love it you know middle-aged yeah. she's like i'm not, not retired yet. no no i'm having fun i'm going crazy if this were like a frat bro he would be on the cover of us weekly yeah <laughs> <laughs> right that's what happens
0: yeah sure sure
1: um so this 58-year-old woman, she was arrested after a semi-truck driver spotted her driving the golf cart down the center the center lane of the Interstate 95. <laughs> okay, narc. Yeah. And the truck driver said that she observed the woman passing out while she was driving the okay, golf cart. Okay, that part's not good. That. So it's like, yeah. yeah. Okay, you see a woman, she's driving a golf cart down the middle of the interstate, kind of passing out while driving. I just think most golf carts, I would say, are self-driving. Yeah, you can barely do anything in those things. Yeah, what is going to happen? Oh, you caused a multi-car pileup. So yeah. what? Okay, It's Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, there were like 50 cows on the road. Yeah. So what's one
0: woman in a golf cart exactly. to you?
1: Um, Once she got the person over on the shoulder, the truck driver got out, grabbed the keys to the golf cart as the woman tried to drive away from her. <laughs> then troopers arrived on the scene and the woman started arguing with them and insisting that she needed her bag. Inside the bag, they found an open bottle of Jack Daniel's Tennessee fire whiskey. All right. Is that just... Not Fireball. That's just... I don't know. I can't remember if that's like a special... Oh, it is the special one. Yeah. Because it's got like apple in it.
0: Ooh.
1: Okay. She's got taste. Oh, yeah. It's basically Jack Daniel's version of Fireball. Amazing. We should try it. We should. (laughs) That's the moral (laughs) of the story. (laughs) Honestly, it sounds like fun. Yeah. Getting fucked up on cinnamon whiskey, driving a golf cart down the highway.
0: Amazing. And then I just, I think the biggest loss here is that the truck driver saw her and didn't like say, oh, let me get you a coffee and also you can come into my truck and like blow the horn and it'll be really fun. I just feel like that would have been really exciting and a way to get her off the road without getting the police involved.
1: The fact that, This is a case of David and Goliath, I would say. Mm -hmm. This woman is driving a golf cart and you use your semi truck to run her off the road. Pretty fucked. And then take her car keys and cinnamon whiskey. I blame the truck driver. Yeah. This is woman on woman crime. (laughs) Oh, right. Because the truck driver was a woman. Yeah. Feminism. Wow. Anyway, the woman was arrested for disorderly intoxication and resisting an officer without violence. Without violence. Let her go. And that is it for this week's Worst Things First. Next, we are opening up the phone lines and hearing your rants. Let's do it. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. dive. All right, it's our favorite type of episode, which is the episode where I don't have to do any of the work. I just get to hear you listeners call in and complain. We have so many messages piling up in our rant hotline. It's a beautiful community of complainers. Yeah, so let's hear a bunch of them. And of course, it'll spur on, I'm sure, some deep core complaints in me.
0: Oh, yeah, it will lead to a therapy session or two.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is what I do instead of going to actual therapy (laughs) um, twice a week, which is what I should do. <laughs> um. let's cue it up let's hear the first one
4: hi Matt this is Amberly, and I'm irritated because you and I share the same birthday same month day and year and I have to constantly compare myself to all the glorious things that you do <laughs> and why why do you have to show off like this because here I am, living my normal little life, and I have to compare myself? <laughs> like, this is bullshit, and I hope you have a great birthday. Bye.
1: Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, happy birthday, Amberlee. Happy birthday. It does make me feel good that I am better than you, <laughs> but um, I'm glad that we have one another to compare ourselves to. What if she's
0: your long-lost twin that your mom forgot about? It could be separate at birth. Yeah. How ginger is Amberly is what we should know. <laughs> um, For future reference, why knows when you call into the pod, please let us know how ginger you are. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just drop us your, like, genetic background so I yeah. know if we are perhaps long-lost twins. <laughs> um, Yeah, I do hate sharing my birthday with people also because I don't believe that anybody is like the same age as me. I just assume everybody is my elder because I'm baby and I don't like when people are my same age. Yeah, no, it's not good. Especially down to the day.
0: I realized that, like, turning 30, I keep using the thing where people are like, oh, are they older than you? I'm like, well, they're, like, older than someone literally asked us about you. And I was like, well, yeah, he's older than me and it's, like, almost by two years, but he was a grade ahead. And I'm like, I think I need to, at 30, stop comparing to, like, when people were in <laughs> grades above or below
1: me. Like, I'm far removed from school now. But that was such a thing. It was a
0: thing. It's like, it's like, sixth how... graders yeah. are
1: fundamentally different than fifth graders. Exactly. Fundamentally. Yeah.
0: And yeah. You, you weren't in eighth grade when I was in sixth grade. You were in seventh grade, and like that feels important context, yeah, but also feels like maybe we should leave it behind us. I feel like I just got done centering my understanding of time around semesters. I'm like finally in quarters, you know, like yeah. I'm a businesswoman now, right?
1: Right, 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 right. Um, no, I don't even think <laughs> like that. I just think like the year is 2022, and this is what I've accomplished this year because if I broke it down into quarters, it wouldn't be impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I need to just go by Maybe the like, gear. How
0: many Real Housewives seasons have I watched?
1: Exactly. Yeah. And by the way, I do think if you are reading between the lines of everything that I say on this podcast, Amberly, you should know that I've accomplished very little. <laughs> <laughs> so don't be hard on yourself no. because there's not much to compare <laughs> yourself to if I'm being honest. And I am brutally, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, especially this year. Nothing is going on.
0: Oh, no, Matt.
1: You you have been doing great in kickball. That's true. My kickball team is number one. That's huge. We won the season, actually. Wait, it's over? Yeah, I missed the last two weeks. Um, Heartbreaking. <laughs> But I didn't realize this. Maybe I missed it last time I did it. Or they just didn't tell me about it. But (laughs) there's, like, eight regular weeks of Uh the season. And then they, like, rank the eight teams. So we're number one. And Ah. then they have, like, a tournament that's one night. And it's, like, a bunch of small games to determine who, like, is the champion of the tournament. But I still think we get, like, a medal.
0: When is the little tournament? Next week. Oh, my God. Uh...
1: Yeah, this is huge. And because I am the only one on my team with a platform, and nobody <laughs> else does have a medium with which to refute me, I will say that I made all the difference.
0: Yeah, you did.
1: And they're gonna
0: lift you up like it's the horror at this thing. You're gonna win MVP. Do they do MVP awards? Because I like truly believe you should win.
1: Probably. Or
0: like biggest change. You know, like biggest improvement. Most improved player. Well, You're the uh... man. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I would say if there's one for, like, most average player who maybe <laughs> added something but could could be done without. Yeah. That would be my award. Anyway. Anyway.
0: <laughs> next. Next rant.
4: Next. Matthew, my name is Jenna. I'm in Ohio. I have a very personal rant today. It is you saying you're going to dip into things, particularly the rant hotline. Did not consent to that. Do not want to be dipped into. (laughs) That is all. Thank you.
1: Wow. Wow. Okay. A personal attack against me for something that I have no recollection of saying.
0: <laughs> and in fact, I think it actually should be towards me because I'm pretty sure I wrote, we're
1: going to dip into the rant hotline. Oh, I, we probably said it just, yeah. just today and I did not have any any knowledge of it. And
0: now here we are. I am
1: truly like Ron Burgundy in that Barry could write anything in our little document <laughs> yeah. and I will say it unquestioningly. <laughs> Wasn't that the scene where he says like, fuck you, Sacramento, <laughs> yes. and doesn't even realize it? No.
0: That is me. Also, like that combined with completely blacking out after every single session, having no idea what we said, it's a really good combo. And the fact that what you are upset about is dip into, I'm like, okay, we're good.
1: We're clear. That is true. The like (laughs) post coital, um, Brainlessness that I experience after we record. Yeah. When these mics shut off, my brain requires a full refractory period oh, before yeah. I'm able to kind of function.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I, we, we give it all here, you know? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like we're spilling our souls out here. I will say, perhaps Jenna is referencing this, but my very first video that I posted, it was just like a random list of complaints. Mm-hmm. And one of them was when people say they're going to take a dip in the pool. Which is a phrase that I do despise. Yeah. Cause sounds like
0: you're a chip. Yeah. You're a chip going into some French onion dip. Yeah. And like, and let's face you're it, if I were delicious. a chip, I would
1: not be tasty. No. I have no spice. I have no kind of like Dorito dust. I have no, no. like cheddar. Yeah. No. I'm a cracker. You're a cracker. In the truest sense.
0: With some brie on it. Okay. It's just like that's an improvement, sure. Right, it's
1: like just fine. It's not like blowing anybody away. No, but but, if it's there, you will eat it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, sometimes you add a little dill. Ooh. You add a you know a little some some chopped up nuts maybe. Mm, mm,
0: mm -hmm. (laughs) What kind of cracker are you making?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe some prosciutto. Mm. I don't know. Does that go with brie? Yeah, prosciutto and brie. Sure, prosciutto goes with everything. I'm the whole fucking board of (laughs) charcuterie. Yeah. Um, That is a complaint that now, I mean, this is a complete random just kind of stream of consciousness thought. But like... Not everybody should be building charcuterie boards. No, Uh, and certainly not plating them. No, I would say almost all of you should be purchasing the pre-made charcuterie boards. Yeah. Um, TikTok and other parts of the internet have convinced you that you are capable of building a charcuterie board yourself and you're not actually. The
0: flavors are far
1: too complex for you to be able to figure it out. Because a charcuterie board is not just a plate full of shit that you have in your house. No. Okay, that is just you dumping everything from your cabinet onto a plate yeah that's no.
0: you do nachos with that you do garbage nachos
1: yeah you just make some nachos oh. put some cheddar on it do you know dried cranberries <laughs> do chocolate chips okay never mind don't <laughs> you should also should not be making nachos do um uh, yeah a packet of macaroni and cheese powder mm, um, that actually would probably be good on nachos yeah we're not doing enough like dessert savory sweet nachos do you know what I mean? Yeah. Chocolate chip, cheese, nachos. Okay, no,
0: that part, no, I don't know what you mean. Anyway, the point is, you absolutely should not be making a charcuterie board.
1: <laughs> yeah, neither should almost anybody. Yeah. Unless you've gone to school for it. <laughs> um. Anyway, let's hear the next one. Matthew, why are there still so many fucking
5: webinars being advertised and sent? It is a fucking Thursday, and I have two dozen invitations about leadership uh, uh, in my fucking <laughs> inbox. Where <laughs> the fuck did these come from? I thought we... <laughs> As a society had collectively agreed to move on from fucking TED Talks, where we have to drive to a warehouse and listen to some dipshit who read three tweets and wrote a blog about it, tell us how to maximize our fucking 30 seconds between taking a shit and our fifth cup of coffee. What the fuck is happening? How do people (laughs) still time and appetite for this horse shit? And why have you, Matthew Bartholomew Belletai, not capitalized on this fucking grip? Do I have to spell out for you the Dockers, the Bootcut, the Turtleneck, the Blazer... One of those fucking microphones with a lapel pen? Like, why the fuck are you not doing this shit? You could fuck, like, the, 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 the James Webb telescope and therapeutic introspection. That's 45 minutes talking about you getting high and freaked out about fucking space. There. I'm done. I, I, 12.5% off the top. Easy money. That's for me. Uh, easy. Get on this fucking train. Hi, Barry. <laughs>
0: We need to spend at least an hour with this. Yeah. There's um, a lot to unpack here. Mainly that he started by hating webinars, but then by the end was pitching you
1: doing a webinar. Let me just acknowledge the fact that I, yes, totally am on board with the first half of this. Even most of the second. (laughs) Don't really know where we went with the James Webb telescope thing. I I think it was like you
0: could be hired by the telescopes to give a talk about being scared of space.
1: Oh, I think that's where he was coming from. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I also want to point out you actually
1: have. Done a webinar. You could take Matt's <laughs> class on Skillshare, everybody. I was literally thinking that, <laughs> mostly because funny enough, I get Skillshare emails and I haven't really like watched a lot of the classes on there. And just this past week, I was like, you know what? Why aren't I? I should go in and dip my toe in it. And oh, there, there's that dip again. <laughs> oh fuck! Now it's in my subconscious. Um, and yeah, I have but I do have a Skillshare class on how to make shareable content for the internet you can sign up for Skillshare I probably get a kickback I think maybe like one penny (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm definitely rolling in it um, (laughs) with my Skillshare kickback money Um, yeah this is an interesting rant in that I have never once experienced this yeah I'm
0: very (laughs) curious what this person does like are you an investment banker or something of that nature I will say like the TED talk situation I don't understand how we're still getting so many TED talks out there.
1: Yeah, TED talks, TED which stands for something that I don't remember. Theodore. They really lower the bar on what <laughs> what, what constitutes a TED talk cuz like it used to be like the TED talks were from like the elite. It would be like, you yeah. know, Stephen fucking Hawking would it was roll like out the and class. give you a yeah. master Yeah. Now it's like TED XYZ that'll and it's just like scraping whoever wants to put a PowerPoint together. We'll get a TED talk. Yeah. And it's like, that's not how it fucking works. No. If I'm going on to TED.com, I want only the best. Right. That being said, yeah, I, I do feel like this is a niche where it's like, I imagine if you are in the demographic for people who they think will like a webinar, you're going to get hit with a lot of webinar Constantly. content. Just yeah, Just
0: slapped in the face.
1: This also taps into something more generally, which is the like productivity industrial complex, right. which is just people trying to get you to maximize your day. And it's like, actually, I don't want to maximize no. it. No. You know how I recently started maximizing
0: my day? I wake up, I take the dog for a walk, and then instead of going to work out, I actually just sit and watch an episode of TV. Yeah. And then maybe I'll do, like, 20 minutes to yoga. That was what I did this morning. But I was like, I could go to the gym for an hour or I could watch TV in the morning and it really has been maximizing my day. So that's that's what I have to give <laughs> I to I thought people. you were
1: being like satirical at first, but now I'm concerned
0: you're being earnest. <laughs> that's 100% earnest. Um, I mean, the ma- I know I'm aware that's not actually maximizing my day, but it is for me. And I think yeah. that's the kind of maximizing that we need more of is like how to find more time
1: to be dumb. I do think the world is in need of like an anti-motivation expert. Yes. Wait, that is you. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is, I'll start making TikToks about anti-motivation. You absolutely should. Anyway, thank you for the idea. You will will not not (laughs) receive any money from this. Um, (laughs) But I do acknowledge that it came from you. And I can promise you that I will not be doing a TEDx. If I'm offered a TED Talk, I'll do it. Right, but not TEDx. Nothing less. No, I don't want any vowels or anything after my TED. Mm-mm. TED call whatever is the other TED universe. It's like that's Mm-mm. not a real TED no, talk. Honey. Sorry. Um, next, let's hear it, Matthew
4: Berrigan. This is Adriana. I'm calling to rant about. Um, well, I don't know. Like you guys, I am. Um, uh, on the verge of elder millennialism <laughs> and everybody's having a baby mm. uh, and having photo shoots of their pregnancies. Mm. What I can't fucking stand is husbands, boyfriends, men in the pregnancy photo shoots. Why are you there? You look so fucking dumb <laughs> making a like, ooh, like crooner ass face holding your fucking girl's belly <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what to do with that. Who is that for? Who is it for? Anyways, I love you guys. Um, been drinking a hard iced tea. Oh, yes. yeah. Uh, I'll be listening for this. Love you a long
1: time. <laughs> Truly really a beautiful it, work of rant from start to finish. Yeah, my favorite is that I, I. I I don't know. <laughs> which,
0: by the way, Google VoiceMail did in fact put four eyes. Yeah, uh, in
1: here. So I'm glad that they captured that. Um, the hard iced tea. Yeah, just a beautiful work of ranting. And
0: and like a really good point because it's not just pregnancy photo shoots. I would understand if someone called in and was like, "I'm sick of pregnancy photo shoots. Like, stop. It's not for everyone." Mm-hmm. But you're not just calling about that. You're calling about partners the person who is not pregnant being in the photos like right. what has your body undergone like you're just capturing a moment in time in which like your partner's doing all the work congratulations
1: yeah <laughs> you're just kind of like presenting the fact that you you, you were there <laughs> you came inside of her <laughs> wish excuse my expression but like that is i mean it, it taps into like this weird bit of heterosexual like showboating I, I don't know what to call it where yeah it is very much straight culture for um for couples to have those shirts that are like i'm pregnant and like i helped you know it's like the couple <laughs> yeah. shirts but it, all like most of the time it's just being like i came inside of her. (laughs) I didn't wear a condom. Right. And I don't like that at all. I would even argue like engagement photo. It's like, just show me the person with the ring. Yeah. Actually, just show me the ring. I don't even really care about your face. Right. I feel like the stereotypical engagement photo is like the couple kind of holding where it's like you try to make the ring not obvious. Right. But it is at the center. Right. But the like ring finger is like clearly just face first into the lens. And it's like, I don't. Stop pretending like it's not about that. Yeah. It's okay if it's about that. Just, like, let it be. Right. Let's strip away all the nonsense here and focus on the ring. Yeah. But, yeah, no, men contribute nothing and should be regarded (laughs) as such. (laughs) Most pregnancy photos, I would also say, are just deeply disturbing. They're so sexual. I know it's like, oh, the miracle of birth. A pregnant woman's body is ultimately gross. (laughs) I don't, like... The fact that (laughs) they... like the belly is like hard and like uh, like bumpy. And rubbery too which is (laughs) interesting. I just like oh you can see the little hand and nope that's (laughs) fucked up. I don't like that at all. Whenever you can like see it moving from under the surface. I actually don't want to
0: feel it kick. No. I actually want to kick you
1: in the face. Yeah I don't want just call me when it's at least three. (laughs) I don't want any of the disgusting from insemination all the way into third birthday. I don't want any part of it. Right. Which is why I'll probably mail order like a, yeah, three or four year old. Yeah, that, that tracks. Uh, which will be fine. Until then, yeah, I don't want anything to do with that.
4: Hi, Matt. Hi, Barry. I'm just going to go
5: ahead and bitch real quick about military time. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? Uh, yeah, whenever I ask anybody,
4: you know, what time do I need to be there? What time do you want to meet up? And someone replies With 1,900 hours, I don't have time to look this up. I don't have time to Google what 1,900
5: hours is. Just fucking tell me 3 o'clock,
4: 4 o'clock, whatever. I don't care. I'll be there. But I don't want to hear military time. I don't understand it. I'm not a military guy, and I'm not old school. Seems really dumb. That's my
5: complaint. Thanks. Bye. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 100% agree. Also love the fact that 1900 hours is not even close to 3 or 4 p.m. Um, So appreciate that. (laughs) Um, I do feel like I'm not in the demographic where, like, people are speaking to me in military time. But whenever I see someone's phone set to that, I'm like, you're really doing math all day long in your head? Like, okay, Sudoku queen. Uh, Yeah. Or... At least you're doing math afternoon.
0: Yeah. Cause here's the thing. I just think that like it takes you way less time to put AM or PM at the end of a text than it does for me to have to calculate what time it is in non military. Yeah. Like you're actually asking me to do a lot of work and I don't like math and you should know that
1: and yeah. you should die. Right. It just feels like there is a universal way of telling time outside of that. Yeah. Um, and famously only the military is using that. Right. Do and and also
0: like, in, like I'm a pacifist. Europe too. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> sure. <yeah.
0: laughs> so like, I'm actually like really not for the military industrial complex, and that is not how I'm gonna like um, think about time.
1: Yeah. Also, what is the military even doing in like the afternoon? <laughs> I th- feel like their whole thing is like, oh, we get up early. Yeah. Okay.
0: Or like do things at night when people are asleep.
1: Yeah, we don't need this. No. It's not good for anybody.
0: No. Also, again, I feel like there's way more syllables in saying 1900 than 3 p.m. Again, I'm aware 1900 is not 3 p.m., but just like, are you trying to save time by being in military time? Because that's not helping.
1: No, it, yeah, it doesn't save any time. In no. fact, it takes so much longer. Right. Um, the only thing it might be good for is when I mix up a.m. and p.m. when I'm setting an alarm. Right,
0: but like, then you deserve it. Yeah yeah
1: that's that's really all i have to say on the subject <laughs>
4: next hey matt I'm barry um one thing that i really hate because um, i bartend for weddings is when it's an open bar and some fucking asshole walks up to the bar and some girl is already there and he thinks he's fucking slick and he's like Oh, oh, you can put hers on my tap. <laughs> and <make> then <laughs> a fucking kidney. <titany>. Ew, <laughs> ew, sir. I
5: hope
1: you die alone. Anyways, have a great Tuesday. Love y'all. Wow. Quick to the point specific. Yeah. I did not know this was a phenomenon and I hate it. I
0: hate it. I'm yeah. so sorry. And it is decidedly straight. That is straight culture.
1: That is a sign that you only have one move and yeah. now, and you are rendered useless without it. <laughs> you don't know how to talk to women unless it's buying her a drink. Yeah. You need to look deep inside of yourself. I think, you know what, whenever you're set up at an open bar and it'll have little signs that say, like, tips appreciated" or something, I think you need a sign that just says, like,
2: Don't fucking pull this move. (laughs) Absolutely no joke-free zone.
1: (laughs) No funny business at all. No. And you can write it in the, you know, whatever font they're using for the... Usually it's, like, Pinterest kind of fancy. Mm -hmm.
0: There's not, like, Comic Sans.
1: Yeah, it's always, like, a Pinterest squiggly, like, white girl squiggly usually. Everybody knows what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. All right, let's get into our last rant of the day.
1: Let's do it.
0: Hi, Matt. Hi, Barry. My name is Shay.
4: Um, Also, shout out to Putty. My rant today is that um, I went on the merch shop and there's no merchandise with Fred the Goat. Wow. Who honestly is the star of the podcast. Um, Not a t-shirt or a sweatband with Fred the Goat. Um, So I think everyone is unhappy about this and we'd love to see it. Okay, thanks. Bye.
1: That is true. That
0: is true. And we actually did talk about doing a Fred the Goat merch. Yeah. And we said, well, let's see how the first drop goes. And why knows? You know how it went? Y'all didn't buy (laughs) (laughs) it.
1: So this is actually about you. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. Um,
0: But yeah, perhaps it's time to revisit
1: our merch store. I did get like
0: a lot of DMs being like, I will buy sweatbands from you. Wow. So I feel like we should probably get sweatbands. (laughs) So Barry is quitting the podcast to open up her own sweatband (laughs) store. I mean, I should state they were like, we'd get unhappy hour sweatpants. They weren't like, we'll get your like weird embroidered. How Ooh, should often? I start embroidering sweatpants? Open my own little Etsy shop.
1: Yeah. I'm going to crochet some, some mm. really heavy, itchy kind of oh, yes, gym clothes. Yeah. yeah, It's a great conversation that you've opened up. Thanks a lot. Do people print sweatbands? I
0: think you can get like embroidered like I don't think they're print sweatbands because it's that like towel material. I don't think you can print on it very well. Right. But you definitely can get like embroidered on it.
1: That's true. There are different like materials for sweatbands. Because I'm thinking mm. of like the super hairy kind of ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like the old towel school. kind of ones. Yeah. No, but then there's towel like terry cloth mm. that is separate, that oh. is a little thinner. You can imagine printing on it. Mm. We'll look into it. We'll look
0: into it. Yeah. But it guys, if we make the merch.
1: Have to buy it <laughs> right, Shay. Um, if we make it and not enough people buy it, you're on the hook for the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. actually, we'll yeah. be billing you directly. We have your phone number, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. You will be getting a Venmo request because we have your phone number or a Zelle. A Zelle, request. Zelle works, yeah, yeah, PayPal, any of mm-hmm. the means, we'll get it from you. And Great. if not, maybe we show up to your door, <laughs> maybe we uh, maybe we go for a walk, huh? Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, maybe we take a picture of her mother while she's sleeping. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that is it for our Rant Hotline Deep Dive. Thank you to everybody who called in. And as always, you can still call in and leave a rant of your very own to be featured either in our intros every single week or on the next Rant Hotline episode. As always, the number is 601-600-RANT. That is 601-600-7268. That is it. Alright, we're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show, but first, our chasers. Chasers are the good shit that helps all the bad shit go down easier, starting with Do Better White People, where we highlight some anti-racism resources and other actions we can take to make our world a little bit better. This week, guess what? We are rapidly approaching midterm elections. (laughs) So I wanted to highlight a group called Vote Forward, which is a campaign to write letters or postcards to voters in key states to help increase participation in elections, especially among underrepresented communities. So... Basically, if you're like me, and I'm assuming a lot of you are, and you hate talking to other people when election time comes around, because I do feel like the, you know, it's often like, okay, you got to go knock on doors and talk to people. And I don't want to talk to anybody face to face. Mm -mm. not me. So this is a great way to get involved in the elections. And you can just sit down in the privacy of your own home and write postcards or write letters or type them and print them if you want. But I do like the idea of like writing a physical letter. Yeah. Not only is it fun and old school, but, like, imagine if you got a letter, or you know what you could do? What? Cut out letters in magazines, ransom no-style, and say, you better vote. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Or else... (laughs) That is sure to increase voter turnout. Yeah. Don't do that. Basically, if you go to votefwd.org, they offer all the instructions for the do's and don'ts. Um, So they probably will tell you not to do ransom note style. But they also have templates. You can choose which state or which district you want to target. So it could be where you live. And yeah, it may sound like a simple thing. But listen, if everybody listens on Happy Hour, gets at least one other person to vote. That's like ten more votes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a it's a great simple way to get involved, and yeah, it's Wonderful. fun to write letters. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about the TV we've been watching this week. Barry, what have you been watching?
0: I have been watching Reservation Dogs. It's Is it back? back? <gasps> it's back. It just came back August third. Uh, the first two episodes w- came out at the same time. I watched both of them. I'm so glad they're back. It's so good. So,
1: that's what I've been watching. What about you? Um, well, when I was in Chicago, I didn't watch a whole lot Housewives. Right. But I did start rewatching Barry because I never oh. finished Barry.
0: Oh. Where are you in it now? I
1: finished all of it. <gasps> oh my goodness. Third season was weird. It's weird, but it's also brilliant. Okay. We don't have to We don't have to talk about this on the pod. But (laughs) But I watch with my parents and I was little, I'm always so self-conscious of picking a show to watch with my parents because I'm like, now, not only am I trying to watch and enjoy it, but I'm in the back of my mind, like, are they enjoying it? Do they get it? And the fact that it is ultimately a show just about, like, a hitman Mm -hmm. and there's that, like, drama and violence, I think is always a good...
0: Right. Even though, like, like...
1: universal appeal. Yeah,
0: even though, like, it's being, like, violence is ultimately bad. Right. And, like, our obsession with it is actually Yeah, bad. it's deep, but I don't
5: know if they,
1: they don't have <laughs> but, like, to get, don't it. get it. Yeah, right, right, right. right, right. 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 Um, I do love watching stuff with my parents and then, like, there was one episode where this character gets introduced and my mom was like, oh, that's her from earlier and I was like, no, we've never seen her before, <laughs> actually. She thought she got, she was like, oh, twist, and I was like, nope, this is the first time we're seeing this person actually (laughs) and then she was and then i thought i was going crazy because i was like wait have we
0: no you know how in england they have a show that's just people watching tv and it's like they follow different families and things like that your family would be great for that i would love to watch your family watch tv
1: (laughs) i would not (laughs) no my mom also watches there's um 90 Day Fiance. Mm -hmm. And that world is so confusing to me. I do not know how she keeps track of it all. Mm -mm. Because not only is it 90 Day Fiance, but then there is a version of that show that is just like other contestants watching the show 90 Day Fiance. Cool, 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 cool. (laughs) And I don't, literally where they're like in bed watching the show and commenting on it. I love that. And I'm like, I don't understand how that works and how you keep track of all of this.
0: Beautiful. It's the Marvel Universe for some.
1: Uh, Apparently. (laughs) Anyway, uh, what is your non-TV chaser? My non-TV chaser.
0: Listen, I I felt kind of weird because our last episode, we recorded it before Beyonce's Renaissance came out. And so we we didn't talk about it at all, even though it came out after Renaissance also came out. So I just want to say right here, right now. My non-TV chasers, Renaissance, holy shit, I've listened to it so many times already. Heated is probably my favorite song on the album, personally. Okay, Or okay. at least in the top, I just, the turn that that song takes to me is incredible every time. I'm obsessed with it, I love it, I want to dance around to it. It does upset me that it makes me want to leave my apartment, when I, like, every other part of my life and body doesn't want to leave my apartment, but yeah. that album does want me to go out.
1: But allegedly, this is only act one of potentially right, three acts. Yeah, it so, is part one, yeah. I don't know what my point was there.
0: That there maybe we'll have a sleepier album and be able to stay inside for? I don't know what your point <laughs> I was just either. like Yeah,
1: you don't know. I think what I was thinking is, because my first reaction is always to the last several Beyonce albums, which I love all of them, but I do love a like lyrical Beyonce yeah, song. Yeah, this
0: is definitely not like a sing-along.
1: Right, which is why I think my favorite song is Cuff It, which right, I think which, is the most like lyrical yeah, yeah. song, which I like I always wonder is like have I just like pressured her into having to throw that one song in that mm. will appeal to a gay like me. <laughs> um, but no, I fucking love this album. So good. I do like want to go out to it, even though I ultimately I don't want to leave my apartment. Right. Which we were texting about and you were like, we can just play it at Club at LSI. Club LSI. And yeah. I say...
0: Yes, um, VIP access only.
1: Also, the fact that it is so unquestioningly for gay people. Yeah, it's beautiful for queer people. And the like, her dedication to her like gay uncle. Yeah, Uncle Johnny. Yeah, amazing. Made this dress, <laughs> cheap sand, actually. looks a mess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you may have listened to it far more times than I have. <laughs> to be fair, and uh, the only times that I was really listening to it was in the car mm. when I was able to. It's like... a,
0: yeah, that that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, What about your non-TV chaser this week? Also, before we say that, I want to say the night that it came out, I was very excited because I was on the West Coast and it was like the first time I was on the West Coast for something coming out where like usually it's at midnight East Coast time, but that was nine o'clock West Coast time. So I was like actually able to be a part of it and also then realized there was the pre-sale and then it was late and I was sleepy and I may have gotten you something from the merch shop for your birthday.
1: Okay. Okay. I do... uh It's one of
0: the thongs. Just (laughs) kidding. It's not.
1: (laughs) But she is selling thongs. (laughs) That is a thing now. I think Lady Gaga really started it yeah. with the Chromatica jockstrap.
0: Yeah. Also, Casey Musgrave's merch has never been normal, <laughs>
1: <laughs> which I love. I love. Um, anyway, um,
0: sorry. What is your non-TV chaser? For well, the I mean, yes, obviously, in addition to Renaissance,
1: because um, this will seem like nothing in comparison. <laughs> but the past several times I've been back to Chicago, I have not gotten this, and this time I did, and that is Dairy Queen. Oh, I, I was like, are you going to say
0: Dairy Queen or are you going to say Portillo's Cake Shake? No, I,
1: I should have gotten a cake shake because no, we did hey. order from Portillo's. Okay, then
0: that was a mistake, but that's okay. But Dairy Queen, you got Dairy Queen. Yeah, and twice. Oh, oh.
1: Three times? Oh, no. I think the second time we tried to get it, they were closed. Well that? So I think I just got it once. Oh, no. Tragique.
0: But I'm, I'm so glad that it was so huge in your memory and mind that it felt like two times. Well, we ended up going... Uh, is there a place called
1: Primo's near you? Have you ever been no, there? No, but I've, I know about it, yeah. They put, like, little eyeballs in the ice cream cones. <laughs> it's fun for, like, kids, but I was like, no, 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 I want flavor. Right. Do you know what I mean? Well, we went to Dairy Queen one day. I got a blizzard. I got what I always got, my go-to order when I was younger, which was a chocolate extreme brownie with extra brownies, easy blended to preserve mm, the brownie love chunks. Love <laughs> an easy blend. I also love that it's the same people running our Dairy Queen franchise that ran it when I was, like, 15. It's a lifetime appointment. Yeah, but they had this day last week where it was, like, Dairy Queen, like, charity day or something, and they donated a bunch of proceeds, like, for everything you bought. They would donate to, like, children in need. Oh, amazing. Uh, and that was the day our Dairy Queen was closed down. <laughs> yeah, because of equipment issues, oh, in sure. air quotes, I'm saying. So I'm like, okay, they clearly hate kids with cancer. <laughs> and um, No ice cream for them. Now I can't support it. Wow. And That's by, okay. There's a Dairy Queen by my house. And by it, I mean children with cancer. I oh. will still spend money at Dairy Queen. Oh, for sure. But it's just sure. like, oh, fuck, I wish I could have given my money to that. Yeah. But I can't. The only way is by spending it at Dairy Queen.
0: Yeah, right.
1: But I do want, there is one on Staten Island. We should go. We should go. We should. Because it is so good. Yeah, take the fairy. It'll be so fun. Just soft serve ice cream mixed Mm. up. Mm. Mm. A blizzard. Oh, The best thing was that Dairy Queen famously does this thing where when they're giving you your blizzard, they turn it upside down to show you that, like, it's thick. Yeah. Spelled the Beyonce way. (laughs) And when I tell you that both of the blizzards that I got from two different people, because I got one for me and one for my mom, and both people who made it, they made unflinching eye contact the entire time they turned it like they were at the back of the shop where the ice cream mixer was uh-huh. they turned around at the back of the shop 20 feet away turned it upside down immediately and maintained eye contact the entire way to the counter and were i was you like so turned on <laughs> i was like i get it okay turn it upside <laughs> turn it back you don't have to look at me the entire way. I get, I also am not like, you don't have to do this show and dance for no. me. I, I'm still going to eat it. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Give it up. Anyway, love Dairy Queen. Please sponsor me. I'll do anything.
0: Oh, I had McConnell's
1: when I was in L.A. Went to the scoop no, shop. No, fuck McConnell's. Okay, <gasps> they're not giving us anything for free. Dairy Queen is our last hope. <laughs> Anyway, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can buy our merch at unhappyhourshop.com. As always, you can head to the Odyssey app or wherever you get this podcast. Follow us, rate us, review us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, Marisa Roscoe, and me, Matt Bellasai. Grace Chen, Meredith Rice, Kurt Courtney, and Liz O'Malley help out with our socials. Special thanks Thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Our music is by Hansdale Sue. You can bother Barry at Berry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Bellassine. You can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter and UnhappyHour on Instagram for all the latest podcast buzz. You can leave us a voicemail on our rant hotline at 601-600-RANT. That's 601-600-7268. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Oh, bye-bye. I feel like falling in love I'm in the mood to fuck something up